What a what a world, this is the No Rhyme or Reason Podcast. I'm your homeboy Wordplay TJ, and I'm joined by my homie Icarus Gray. We deliver to you a dope conversation where we talk about everything for no reason at all. Tune in every week just to hear that conversation. And without any further delay, this is the No Rhyme or Reason Podcast. And we're live. Yeah. What's up, people? It's your boy, Icarus Gray. And it's your homeboy, Wordplay TJ. And this is the No Rhyme or Reason Podcast, where we talk about everything. Everything for no reason at all. So I uh, recovered. Because <laughs> there's always like a brain fart in the middle of the intro to like remembering all the things that I need to say. It's fine. We'll get back into a routine. I'm okay with that. That's a fact. That's uh, a fact. As long as we get there eventually. <laughs> right. It'd be like, it'd be like, Three years from now, and we're like, uh, and we're online, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and we're fine. What? <laughs> and we're hive. <laughs> what hive? What? What? What's going on with them? <laughs> oh man! And uh. we're kind. <laughs> and we're blind. <laughs> <laughs> like we both wear glasses, you know. It's been a couple right. of years. Uh, eyesight's not as strong. Yeah. Uh, in in two uh, weeks, so, uh, my eyesight won't be as strong either. <laughs> oh, man. So I wanted to jump into uh, kind of some black creativity. Um, I don't know all the the nuance behind this the show I've been watching on Netflix recently, but. Talk to him. I know that it is a show that represents what we talk about on a regular basis. Mm, tell, tell me. And that is show. that we talk about, we wish that were more um, stories that seem like kind of out of the realm of black culture to talk about mm-hmm. that we see on the screen. So like black superhero stories. Right. Right. Those are there's many of them that have been created since the, you know, dawn of comic books here in the United States. But we don't see a lot of that on the screen up until now. And so that theme of black creativity is what I want to touch on. Talk to him. Well, for starters, talk about uh, the show you've been watching, because I haven't seen it. I've heard people talk about it. Um, Mm -hmm. So I haven't seen it. So if you can give me like a reason why you think I should check it out, I think that that'll be kind of dope. Yeah. So the show is called uh, Raising Dion and um, it's about a young boy. He's Mm -hmm. about seven years old and he has discovers that he has telekinetic powers and uh, his mom discovers it. They're freaking out. And the backstory is he's lost his dad and now his mom is struggling to raise him mm. and also finding out that he has these powers and he's black. So like imagine being in a situation where you have to deal with all of these black 
things that we have to deal with on a regular basis in this nation. And then layer on top of that, having superhero powers and that being weird in in and of itself. So that's the premise of the story. Is it set kind of like with today's thought processes as well? Like, because it's it's set in present day Atlanta. Okay, so, yeah, that is terrifying then. Like Mm -hmm. it. You see a lot of movies where when people get superpowers, um, how America responds, you know, like they don't really respond well to Superman, let alone. (laughs) Right. Say if it was, you know, black Superman. Yeah, that that's deep because I don't I I think about things like that because we often kind of have to be um, superheroes, so to speak, like we have to um, do so much just to survive every day. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we have to basically be Clark Kent everywhere uh, because if we show our superpowers, then we risk being taken advantage of. We risk being attacked. We risk uh, losing everything. We risk being misunderstood, all those things. So I think that that's a uh, that's a dope thought process. I haven't checked it out yet, but I but I have to get on that. Yeah. And it's it's each episode is fairly lengthy and so you'll have a lot of uh, time just like kind of to sit with it and enjoy it and you know just kind of absorb the story right um while we're on black creativity what's something an idea in that realm that you would like to see from us. And I'm, I'm pretty sure we've kind of done this before, but mm-hmm. in the guise of Raising Dion, is there a show that you're uh, clamoring for or craving? So does clamoring. Who says clamoring? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm clamoring for that. Uh, I've been clamoring for that all week. <laughs> <laughs> is there a, um, a, a show that you're interested <laughs> in being created. Well, the title. I know the title now for this show. Um, all right, but I've been clamoring for blackness. Um, so I just think more of these types of stories is what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for anything specific. Um, in, in that in that realm, I'm definitely just looking for more of these stories to be told. Mm. Because uh. the idea that, say, for example, the idea that being black and being into comic books or Pokemon or Star Wars or anything that may be considered in the white culture box. Yeah. Push you in a place where people um, don't know that they're ridiculing you, but when they describe you as, you know, like the white black dude, uh, that's the that's the thing that I I want to kind of break down, right? Because we should see ourselves. I, I feel like I feel like it's a form of not seeing ourselves as diverse as we really are. Right. Right. Like so I, I was about to come off the top rope with, with that something. is that why do only white dudes get a chance to 
enjoy these stories, right? And mm. why does it let, make me less black, right? right? Not all black people can be into, not to stereotype, not all black people can be into sports and everything else that black people are stereotypically into. That's so, a fact. There has to be a range of us and there are a range of us. And so I shouldn't be belittled or called other than black when that's not the case. I'm just into a lot of other things. Agreed. Um, I have to come off the top rope now with to like tackle something because <laughs> you, you sparked the uh, uh, me and my sister were saying Bully's grandson, which is my grandmother's name. Mm-hmm. Um well, that's not an interesting name. Anyway, moving on. The, 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 neither here nor there. Um, the funniest thing is, it, it, this is for you white people. If you're talking to a black person and they are extremely articulate, most often that person has a whole nother language that they can speak. And it's not Ebonics. <laughs> like, not the only language. It's called relaxed and not around you people <laughs> it's, it's technically it's called code switching right? yeah like you know like but it, it, it's it's you guys get clark kent and then we go back home and be superman mm-hmm. um it was yeah, funny that's, about not, a, that's yeah. not just a message for yeah. them right right but it, it the only reason i'm saying it's a message to them Um, is because like I said, I got triggered by that in the sense that I remember one time I was on my job, um, my my old job and I love anime. You know that about me. The the audience knows that about me. I love it. I love Mm -hmm. a lot of quote unquote, uh, the white boy things, at least in that genre, like anime gaming to a certain extent, because I'm a sports fan, love chicken, watermelon, all that good stereotypical bull crap. <laughs> but, Wait, um, but uh, so here's the thing is like I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no, you good. But, I know you got a good point. So if it's video games, right? Right. The automatic assumption is it's just NBA 2K, right? No, yeah, yeah, that is the. I was just gonna like that's the, that's the other nigga yeah. game. The quintessential nigga games are 2K, Madden, mm-hmm. and that's it. Well, and Call right. of Duty, depending. Right. Like, but even so, then, they give that more to the white boys than they give it to us. Like, Kanae loves Call of Duty. I mean, loves Call of Duty in a way that makes me uncomfortable sometimes how much she loves Call of Duty. Like, I I mean, I know same that. Same with Minecraft? Uh, you know, I might. I, I've been looking into trying it. <laughs> is, it um, is it in the, the, the realm of being uncomfortable, like, just like Minecraft? Is it that far? No, like she really <laughs> loves Call of Duty. Like Minecraft, she likes the story mode stuff. Like she's not a Minecrafter. Like she mm-hmm. doesn't like, you know, she doesn't know how to build a portal to the nethers or anything like that. And the only reason I know what the nethers is because I watch people on YouTube. <laughs> I've never played Minecraft. Um, <laughs> what? How do you know this? Don't I don't listen. know this. Listen, man. Uh, I can't even verify if it's real. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> matter of fact, shout out to because um, last episode we did a celebration of your now marriage, uh, you and your wife. And today, the date, well, at least the day that we're recording this, 
Um, mm-hmm. This is actually our two year wedding anniversary. So nice. Congrats. Um, I say that all that to say because uh, and because the next part of this in two weeks from this wedding anniversary is my birthday. Yeah. So since I will probably be working, my wife decided to take me out this uh, past weekend. Um, and also with taking me out, my wife bought me a Nintendo Switch. So now I am the proud owner of the trifecta. I have wanted this for so the long trifecta. that I now own the Triforce. I own nice. the nice. power, wisdom, and courage of the PS4, <laughs> Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch systems. Um, and yeah. I also have a phone, so then there's mobile gaming. So <laughs> I'm overpowered with my games. Um, okay, so you said yeah. you were talking about how you you were addressing... Uh, oh yeah the so basically i was talking about anime and stuff at work and then the guy responds to me you're the whitest black guy i know and it was weird because i know where i come from and i hate that a lot of the times because there's only one representation that is allowed to be uh that people have as i realize this chair makes a little bit of noise um (laughs) But there's only one representation that people seem to have of us, like you were saying. So you would never know that we live where we lived unless we told you or showed you. And because we don't act, quote unquote, like our environment, you then predispose us to be better or on another level or devoid of blackness. And the problem with that is, like you were saying, it's representation based. If your representation, the only time you see us is crooks and robbers and all this other stuff on the TV shows that you watch. If you never see us in elven lore and all this other stuff, (laughs) like, you know, if we're never in. um, (laughs) Yo, I just imagine a bunch of black elves, man. But like (laughs) that would be cool and i mean it'd be, it'd be hilarious there have been a uh, token elven lore mm-hmm. black people in a lot of things but it's token True. stuff like it's yeah. like oh okay cool like um star trek the newest star trek uh uh sonya i can't think of her own name but anyway black girl from walking one of the black girls from walking dead is how i'm gonna call, clarify right now um was a vulcan and she was the main focus of at least the first season. I haven't, I, I don't, I don't know. This is a whole nother topic of uh, shows that me and my wife watched that we need to catch up on that I have not wanted to catch up on because there's so many things to catch up on. And she's mad at me because we started these things together. And then she's like, I can't watch them by myself. And if she watched them by herself because she can't <laughs> contain herself, she'll just start talking to me about them. And then it's like all everything like, is wrong. I forgot. Um, but you know she was a a vulcan and that was huge to me now granted she was a she was also like an adopted it it, it, is weird but you know nonetheless it was a black vulcan it it was a huge kind of thing and there's a lot of things about it that um when you're just the one of one like yeah it's weird to me like you've created an entire fantasy world and no matter what the fantasy world is, if you actually introduce some sort of black people in it, it's like Wakanda. 
<laughs> you know what you get what I'm saying? Like <laughs> just one drop. Like there's still not, not even just one drop. There's still like this, there's always this tribal everything. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like, oh man, the black people on this are like highly uh technologically advanced and just wear suits all the time. Nah, they got to wear the tribal print. They got to wear the wolves and the lions. Like it ain't like gotcha. Okay, like, so it's like yeah. In in order to be black on these things or to be token black, you have to be like the blackest form yeah. of black that black can be. Right. You know, um I haven't watched Black Lightning, but I hear a lot of people like it because I think it tackles a lot of different things that aren't making them just, you know, the stereotype. Um, And most of the cast is black. So that's. That's a great way to to put even the villain. Right. Right. Um, And the craziest thing about this creative need. Um, me and Kane had a conversation yesterday about Christians and stuff in general, right? Mm-hmm. And the problem is there is a logo for what a Christian is. Yeah. Like if you say Christian, you're not thinking a dreadhead dude with hair. You're thinking white Jesus or whatever it is, you know, down in the manger. You're thinking. Uh, mega churches, crooks, sneaks, steal from you, whatever. Because the logo is so there's been some branding, yeah, along the years since the inception of right. Christianity. Um, and it's not intentional; it's just the way people view things. The same goes, and our brother, because the same goes for us as black people. There is a logo representation of us, and we also mm. believe that logo <laughs> representation. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's not yeah. just us, right? It's everybody yeah. that yeah. looks at black culture. Right. Because me and you were not your typical black kids, period. Like, from the inception of us, we liked all things gaming and not all that aggressive. We rap, but that was more of a, like... It's a creative outlet. It was not yeah. poetry. Facts. Right. You know, so, and it... <clears throat> Yeah, the, yeah. The, the thing that I I, I think that is a, a little bit of an issue mm-hmm. is when it's when it's comes out of your mouth that we're not the typical. And that's yeah. that's that's well, yeah, that's so. exactly where I feel like the problem starts. Right. Right. So, yeah. It's because we feel like we have to say we're not the typical black person when Good we're just point. black. Thank you. Cause I, they never me on that. I do. I need because I didn't even like it's instinctual to say it that way. It I is. didn't even know I had said it, it that way because I thought I was giving enough. Like, it's ingrained in us too to yeah. say it, and that's a problem. Like I'm not okay with being the. I'm not okay with anybody describing me as less than black just because I like some shit that not everybody likes. Well, that everybody uh, does like, but not everybody that looks like me. Right. Everybody that looks like me doesn't like it. But that doesn't mean that we don't exist or that doesn't mean that I'm less black because of it. it does, that definitely doesn't mean that I'm more white. The, the other thing that I hate, though, is like I, I, and I almost did this because I was going to be like, but what's your favorite drink? 
<laughs> I was gonna be like, but <laughs> but to say that is to to then say, but but I got blackness over here. Let me clear. Let me let me tilt this back so so you know that I'm still connected to the hood. Like, mm-hmm. and I was instinctively about to do that, and I'm like, wow, that's kind of that's bad too, because yeah, that's yeah. the but to that's have to the prove struggle. how black you are and then after the fact, yeah, right, like to say we grew up here in yeah. one of the most you know, roughest neighborhoods in in town, right? As the time at the point that we're growing up, right? Or to say that, you, I don't know, say anything, anything that's black related. We still went out and play basketball. We still went out and played football. Like, yeah, I mean, we to still, have to say yeah. that is an unnecessary thing that we should. Like, I don't feel like we should feel that way at any point in time, and I don't feel like it, anybody is correct by saying things like that to us yeah because i remember our conversation about how upset i was about the whole blurred movement um because i didn't have that (laughs) yeah like i just now you know like when i got my switch because that was like the first real time that because playing the playstation i play a lot of games that i'm either gonna play by myself or i buy the quote-unquote stereotypical nigga games like i buy 2k20 i buy madden or well i buy 2k i've never not had 2k i don't like i buy madden sparingly because i'm just not that into football speaking of right october 22nd nba is back and i'm excited about it but um you know like when i got the switch like i have always wanted to play different kinds of games with my friends that aren't the stereotypical games like i don't want to get online and play 2k with somebody all the time i don't want to get online and play call of duty like i want to play mario kart mario maker i want to play um the things that are fun like a a kirby game or any of those things is what i want to do because i want to have that kind of friends like i want everybody to come over and we play mario party i want everybody to like have switches and bring your switches over and we like play and, and and integrate in that way that you and I did in elementary school with red and blue and talking about right. running to trade Pokemon and, and all this other stuff. That's what I want to do because that makes me happy because it's right. it, it's interactive in a funny and cool way. Yeah. Um, and to like assume that it's less black to even own uh, some Nintendo type device. Well, right? th- they'll own them, but they give them to their kids. Mm-hmm. And like only the blurs or super nerds seem to have them currently as um, adults, as adults, I should say, um, because like I'm always telling people every time I talk about a switch, because we um, have one at the, at the job arcade and um, whenever I'm trying to sell it to somebody, I tell them, you know, well, I feel like this is the most inclusive system for everybody mm-hmm. um, because you can get on here. You can play this game. You can play that game. Mario Maker is one of the best investments that anybody, any parent can make because it is literally infinite games that people are making at their discretion. Like, yeah, you spend sixty dollars and you literally have a thousand, if not a million dollars worth of content. You know, just because people are creative and they're creating all these levels and that the the difficulty gambit goes from easy all the way up to hard um, mm-hmm. or just insanely difficult and stupid. Um, 
we'll, we'll, we'll definitely talk about it my, is what my you exploits it, on right? a whole nother episode. Yeah, but um, it's fun um, to have that kind of connectivity because a lot of time the barrier that we build and, you know, was funny because we talked about this and I always say this and I'm trying to like remove these phrases from my uh my uh my words I, I lost the word lexicon um anyway but <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that the first episode we talked about sun and moon and we were super excited about it. like we checked in on everything like i came every episode with like they said they're gonna do this they said they're gonna do that they're bringing out this person the 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 second uh the second evolutions are out uh oh my god what is this you know to like yeah because there was excitement built because i allowed myself to get back into that energy of when i was a kid um which i hadn't done before and now I'm fully back in that place and I'm in that place in a way that I had always wanted to be like it used to be so annoying to see like even though I'm a Sony dude I am a Sony guy but to see Fable when it came out on Xbox because Fable is an Xbox exclusive uh, to see Smash Brothers and all the Mario Karts and I couldn't do anything with them like I wanted to own all of them I'm like man I'm a Sony guy I'm a Sony yeah. guy and like that, I gotta play the adult games. I'm not here for the kitty shit. And it's like, right. you know, dropping that and getting back into the bag now, where it's like, no, I'm going to play what I want to play, um, mm-hmm. how I want to play it, and I'm gonna have fun because that's the purpose. It's it's meant to relax. It's meant to yeah. It's the purpose is to yeah. enjoy life, right? Son of a whoa! I have no idea what that was. Sorry, guys. Whew. What was that? No idea. I'm going to have to check that later. Something fell off okay. the table or something. Whew. Gotcha. Anyway, people, sorry about that. Should I have to watch this footage back? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, we ain't get, we got ghosts. Word. <laughs> um, <laughs> damn, man, that was crazy. Um, but yeah, man, it's, uh, it's just, a good vibe to like be in a place where we're starting to create these places and these conversations um, about representation and being properly represented and the creative space that it allows. Because if you know that you can create whatever you want, then create it, Um, create that horror sci-fi black movie, create that, old western noir film you know like create these things in the way that you would want to create them like a black noir film and there there are black noir films but like it being more standard like some Mm -hmm. of the ones that we love uh canadian is always raving about this movie fracture uh with ryan gosling or whatever and it's like okay you know if there was a black version of that that would be kind of cool um, yeah, even uh, I just feel like La La there's Land. so many stories that can be told by us, right? Right, and we have to start telling them. Um, like we try to like make a place, or we're making a place. I should say, I'm not gonna speak in the the attempt. I'm gonna speak in the success. 
we yeah. give this platform as a place for people to understand the underdog, to understand that you are represented, appreciated and valued um, because that wasn't a <laughs> hand that was extended directly to us. We extended it to one another. Thank God, because we were right, able to sure. give each other that there's nothing wrong with us. Uh, we just like we like this and that's OK. Yeah, um, for sure. So having that is the most amazing thing that I think that we can have in this day and age. Yeah. So I'm going to kind of switch gears and talk about a black creator that um, should be acknowledged. And uh, that is the passing. I want to recognize the passing of Elijah Cummings. And um, that's, that's a person that has created more than what we you, more than what we deserve mm -hmm. for the black community mm. so this is a person that has been physically harmed mentally harmed right harmed through throughout history in order to propel the way for black people to have opportunities to even voice our opinions or share our stories and so i want to say condolences to his family his friends and anyone else that um that is affected by the passing of elijah cummins and um he's a great congressman and yeah. even up until his last day he stood up for the disadvantaged and yeah. people that needed um needed a hand Yeah. Yeah. Let that uh get the applause. Um it's so uplifting sometimes that we do have those people and it's sad when we lose them, but having those people is something that shows, hey, we can do, you can do, and we have to continue. Um, mm -hmm. You know, that's something that I always champion about you with the the music advice channel. Everything that you've learned as an independent sharing each of those things while you're in the process of doing them, not after and trying to charge people 30 million. Do you want to know how I got rich? No. While you're building <laughs> up, you know, I hate that shit. You just hit 1000 uh, followers on Spotify. Like this stuff has been years of cultivating, working and and building up and it's amazing um to have those things around me and around uh the culture um i hope that this you know that in sending condolence and condolences and everything that people are still inspired like don't feel like there's a gap feel and use the bridges and the foundations that all of these creators have made um yeah. Uh Aaron Magruder. There there will have to be an election for his seat, right? Yeah. So somebody's gonna have to step in. Yeah. Um what I was gonna say on, on to piggyback off that is Aaron Magruder is not always going to be here. We need a boondocks. Yeah. Like we will always need a boondocks. We need a variety of those things. We need um 
uh, Spike Lee, which is technically, I guess, you know, a little bit of what Tyler Perry tries to do every now and again. But um, shout out to Tyler Perry, too, by the way, for uh, opening his studio. Yeah. I know it was like a couple weeks ago, but um, 12 acres. Well, no, no, not not 12 acres, but 330 acres. Yeah studio 12 sound studios that have just been erected in um in atlanta yeah and each of those studios is named after a huge black person like he even given like whatever beef he has with spike there is a studio on there the spike lee studio yeah or so you're lot, you're on to the right idea i believe by giving those roses to people that are currently doing it you yeah, know what I mean? We 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 like we have to, um, because so often in this day and age, somebody who's doing something that nobody else is doing, they're just like, hey, yeah, you know, I appreciate that, but like, we don't tell them why it's great. We also don't show mm-hmm. them the results of it. Like the podcast culture in general is something that you have to thank all of those people who came before us for, and you have to. Um, do that because it gave everybody a voice. There was already a voice for everybody, but having the platform, platforms, I should say, to do it, use it, is incredible. Like, whether you mm-hmm. make a million dollars off of this shit or not, having a place where my voice matters to me is, there's no value on that. Where somebody can come and listen to me who might think like me, who may have never heard any of these things before, who might not think like me, to be honest. Yeah. But because of our conversations now can maybe understand something from a different perspective. Yeah. And I think that's the point that we were getting at when we started is there's a perspective. Yeah. And there's a perspective from a lot of different angles and the black perspective is not just one mono culture, right? We all don't like the same things. We all don't agree with the same things. And so therefore, in order to explain that to people or in order to show that to people, we have to get involved with telling our stories or support the stories that are being told. Yeah, and we have to support those stories. That's why I say shout out to Raising Dion, though I haven't watched it yet. Shout out to it. Uh, shout out to the anime Tuesday and Carol. Um, you know, because while there aren't a lot of black people in that anime, there's the one main black girl who's doing music and stuff. And it's one of those things like black girl magic is real and, it, and it's something to be applauded. Um, shout out to my wife for doing all the films and stuff that she does. Um, all the advancements that she's putting into place, um, getting her LLC and everything uh, together for her business. And uh, she has a business shower coming up soon. Um, I think the week of or after my birthday, I should know all these things, but majority of the time I'm working. <laughs> so uh, I don't always, I'm not always as privy as I should be, but um, shout out to her for doing all that. Shout out to my sister again for her blog. Um, for Christian black women like there are stuff for Christian men women stuff everywhere but I appreciate the way um, her platform is and I appreciate her for letting me also come on it so um, shout out to all the black creators and black people that I know that are uh, forging ways for the next wave and being the new wave 
because everything. Yeah, so I think everybody by. deserves a round of applause, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, so I think we can wrap this one up. Honestly, I think so. I just wanted to. We just wanted and to did hop. We in. just wrap it up. <laughs> Did we? we did. <laughs> it sounded like a wrap up. <laughs> um, well, also, you guys will be getting this. We had an uh, we'll, we'll be having an absent week uh, or you'll be getting this after an absent week is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, we, we apologize yeah. for that. It's just life get busy and we trying to manage all together. Uh, but y'all understand and we not like quitting. It's just going to be like one of those things where, huh, OK. Yeah, where's the podcast? We're coming. Yeah, so I'll do a quick little blurb and I'll say, "Hey, we're not uh, podcasting this week, but look forward to next week." We'll be back. So we appreciate you guys. Um, I just thought that that would be weird to listen to right now. <laughs> oh yeah, like they're like, "Wait, what? There was what? a like." Yeah, I mean, I just listened to an episode, huh? Like, wait, uh, but anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, this has been the No Rhyme or Reason podcast with your boy Icarus Gray. And your homeboy Wordplay TJ. And we'll see you guys next week. A one and a two and a three and a peace. peace. No Rhyme or Reason is an on the map music group production. <laughs>